What's up, everybody? Welcome to the after show, but later. It's your boy, D. I had one of my homies hit me up, and he was like, did you introduce yourself as Z in one of the last episodes? And I was like, I might have edited it because I might have been like, D, blah, 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 and fucking I cut it up, and it sounded weird. So, not Z. It's your boy, D. Shout out to X. What's up? That was cool. Um, but, yeah, man, fucking here we are again. I always enjoy doing this with my buddy. I have the one and only, once again, El Kukui. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How are you? Very good. Very tired. Very ready for the fucking week. And um, it's cool, man. It was funny because this morning, um, I know Kavino and Rich have been doing a lot of um, talk about the stock market and all that shit. Right. And, you know, I've been checking my little shit. Um, it was funny because, you know, I've never followed, like, their friend Doug, I've never followed like any of his advice and shit. So I was like, I felt like one of the Carl's, one of the Carl's posted, they were like, as soon as I buy shit or I bet uh -huh. on a team, either the stock goes into the red or the team loses. He was like, I've never fucking came up on any of this shit. And, um, it was funny because I never put my faith into that dude. And, um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, Kavino and Rich keep like fucking swinging from his nuts saying he's like dope. All the people on the Carl page are saying he's dope. So, right. and this was no fault of his. I mean, he, this dude, I'm still holding on some of the stocks he said, but it was funny because I dumped, like I sold all my shit and dumped a grip of money into, um, into a couple of the ones he mentioned. And then right. the next morning is when all of that shit hit with GameStop and all that. And uh -huh. all my shit dwindled to like fucking peanuts. And I was like, uh, fuck, if I would have just, I mean, I'm sure I would have taken a hit if I'd have left my shit because, I mean, the whole market kind of took a crash, took a hit, you know? But, um, but yeah, I saw all that shit. And then, so today I, I've been in my little fucking trading, fucking stock trading mode. So I waited at seven 30 here, my time. I fucking was like the market's opening. Let's go, you know? And I fucking opened it and nothing was moving. And then I saw like a little asterisk on one of the things and it said something about when the market's closed, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why the fuck is it closed? I'm like, it's already 733. They should have right. been open for three minutes. Right. And then I realized it was Sunday. I was like, oh. oh shit. Yeah, no so, Saturday, Sunday service. Yeah. And Covino said you could call Fidelity or Rich said, and because um, I traded with Fidelity and they had said you can call and they'll enable the trading like for off hours or whatever but i was like i'm not gonna fuck with all that i'm cool you know yeah no i but, got a um i got a charles schwab and they're the same way and then i got principal um my old company that i used to work for they switched from vanguard to principal so i don't know a lot about this company but mm. they just transferred that over but neither one of them allowed trading on the weekend either but i think you're right i think you can call them and get it fixed no and and see i what i just actually right before i i hit you up so we could record i was trying to log into um to an e-trade account because mm -hmm. what sucks right now is there's one stock that it's like a fucking it's a penny stock and f you were able to trade it back in the day like like a few months ago i was able to trade it and they just um stopped you were you're not able to trade anymore on that stock and right. they had said um like they like you can sell it if you want but you just can't buy more and so I was like, what the fuck? So I hit up Fidelity and they had told me that um, what happens is with a penny stock like that, if they don't have enough information, they'll kind of put a hold on the trading. Oh, so okay. um, so that's where they're at right now. And then one of the Carl's was like, 
I had mentioned something on the page. One of the Carls was like, I have fidelity. I can do it. And he showed me like a screenshot of where you get to where you can buy it. Right. And, um, and I was like, fuck, I was like, how come he can buy it? But I can't, you know? And then I went into my account. I can get exactly to where he was, he screenshotted. But when you hit buy, that's when they give you the error message, you know? I wonder so, why. I, so I, I don't know. I don't even know why it allows you to go that far. Right. And, you know, it was, it should just say, Hey, you can't fucking trade this, you know? But right. they let you put how many you want, you know, whatever the amount is or whatever. And then you hit buy and it's like, boom, it gives you this error message. But uh, um, I'm somebody on the Carl page said you could trade that stock through like E-Trade. So I made a little E-Trade account and I was fucking with it before I hit you up. Right. And um, I was going to see if I could trade some of that stock on E-Trade. So we'll see. I, I've never I've never um, used E-Trade. The only thing I've ever used is... Um, I used Robinhood like maybe like two years ago and they give you like a free stock and shit, but I really didn't care for it. And then, um, thank goodness my homie Johnny, who, who, you know, we've done the podcast with told me, he was like, Hey, he's like, don't fuck with Robinhood. He's like, that's some amateur shit. And, um, he's like, go with something like, like he said, like Charles Schwab or Fidelity or established companies. Right. He was like, because a newer company like that could fuck you over. Um, they could get fucked over, you know, and they'll fuck over. Like, it's basically like banking with like a local fucking person. Right. right. Who isn't insured. And um, so I took his advice because I was like, ah, he's smarter than I am. So I fucking took his advice. I made my account with Fidelity and I've been trading with Fidelity for the last like two years. Never had any issues. Um, and then all this shit hit with Robin Hood. And I everybody like even people that i know have like a grip of money invested uh -huh. are like getting fucked on on um on robin hood and i'm just like thank god thank god i'm not fucking with that you know well they, they got no power either because i mean if you think about it um the fidelities and the, the schwabs and the vanguards dude they've got billions and billions invested in funds and whatnot so they've got power right they, they've got mm -hmm. influence because um the amount of money they they hold in the market and so you know when when they have that much invested um everyone wants their business you know what i'm saying so it's mm -hmm. a lot it's a lot li less likely they're going to get screwed over or they're going to screw you over like your buddy said because of just of the weight they carry in the industry mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean who's robin hood i mean you're right they, they could disappear tomorrow and no one give two shits yeah and you know and they're fucking over so many other people like i saw um it was either t samra on the carl page or sunny something with the s and a k in his name i forget what the fuck his name is but one of those people that you see um one of the i guess smarter people you see on the carl page um when they talk about investing they had mentioned um that now genus that g-n-u-s stock that people are are waiting to fucking shoot to the moon is right. now fucked on um robin hood as well so robin hood is fucking holding not only um stocks like GameStop and shit like that that people were fucking with on reddit now they're they're holding um like genus and and other stocks like that so they're fuck they're fucking themselves because people are they're getting such a bad fucking um reputation right now people right. are fucking dipping as soon as they can now on them you know i, I like that the 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 people that influenced the, the price to go up i do like that they showed that and they went outside of the traditional uh you know wall street broker 
approach. And, and mm -hmm. because you know what, dude, Donald Trump did the same shit. Whenever he would say something, the market would either drop or it would go up based on whatever he said. If he said they were going to release some type of funding, or right, whenever the coronavirus and the stimulus funding was coming out, the market would go up on hopes that that funding would help the economy recover. So he's mm -hmm. been manipulating that market since he got into office. Mm -hmm. And it, 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 it was definitely, to me, it was, it was a delight to see um, regular people that are more like us do the same thing and have the same kind of power, you know, and it's up to the people. I wouldn't have bought GameStop. I don't care how much it's going up because if you take the financial aspect of it, popularity doesn't pay your bills. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So at some point um, they're going to have to start turning a profit for, uh, to get a return to the shareholders, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, but I did like the fact that they were able to manipulate it and, you know, a bunch of people buying shares made the price go up even if the company's not necessarily showing value. Yeah, yeah, no, and you know, that's actually GameStop, I think Michael's, um, there was a handful of stocks that like, have you seen the movie um, The Big Short? I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I've seen it a couple of times because I'm a fucking idiot, so I I didn't understand it the first time. And um, what do you call it? It's funny because in that movie, Christian Bale's character is based on a real dude. I forget what his name is, but I was following the real dude right okay. over the last like year or so, and he was talking about um, stocks that he's getting out of and shit, and GameStop was one of them. Michael's was another one. And it was the dude who fucking shorted fucking all the companies in 2008 and made a fucking bajillion dollars, you know? Right. So when he was talking about these companies, like he was getting out of these, I was like, ah, fuck it. And I was like kind of thinking, yeah, GameStop, like, I don't know if they're losing out to like Amazon and shit like that, where people are just buying their shit online or whatever. But, but I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense or whatever. But just by taking his word for it, I never bought, bought into it. And now I'm like, fuck, if I would have bought like one share, I would have fucking sold that right. bitch right now. And, like they, I saw there was an article. I don't know if, um, I don't know if somebody posted it on the Covino and Rich pages or if it was just on my normal newsfeed, but there was some little black kid who, um, bought like $11 worth of fucking GameStop in like fucking like three years ago. Uh -huh. And then now it's worth like fucking three grand or something or 11 grand or some shit. Oh shit. Yeah. So it was like, he sold all of his shit and it showed this little kid with like his certificate and shit, you know? Yeah, man, but but it was cool to see the little black kid with his little certificate. Like, I came up, you know? Hell yeah. Well, you, you know, like for me, what GameStop is, I mean, think about it, dude. All these new systems, the PS5 and then the, the new Xbox, they were mm. built to download straight to the console. And they all offer, like, terabytes of storage. Like, unless you just want that physical copy, which if you follow Gary Vee, maybe they do keep making physical copies because there's an investor value to it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe mm. down the line. Well, why would you go to GameStop a middleman when – you know, even for like the people who publish the games, it's a lot more profitable if they can just deliver to you straight and not have to manufacture and get artwork and all, you know what I'm saying and all that bullshit done. So I just don't think GameStop's li uh, viable for the long term. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I still do like what these kids did. You know, I mean? they're all you gonna know, lose their money. That trips me out. I'm glad you said that because I as I was like thinking about GameStop, I'm like, well, people do buy games and shit. I'm somebody who hasn't played a fucking game since like Grand Theft Auto 2, you know, like, right. or fucking GoldenEye, you know? Right. So when you say you download it directly to your fucking system, 
I'm like, oh, cool, that's dope. I didn't. I thought you physically had to go out and fucking buy the game still. No, it's like downloading a movie. And if you think about it, Apple keeps making their computers smaller because they're doing what? They're getting rid of the disk drive. Mm-hmm. They're getting rid of the chargers and all the USB ports and all the bullshit. The way we're going in technology is going to be straight communication through Bluetooth or wireless download of some mm-hmm. sort. So even to, to keep, when's the last time you popped into DVD? Right. Yeah. Everyone always talks about Netflix and chill. I don't hear anybody saying, Hey, let's go get a DVD and chill. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and so at some point they're going to have to get rid of the disc. You know, it's funny. I remember, um, I was so hesitant to get a new MacBook when I had the one, it must've been 20, like 14 or 2015. And, um, I had got one in 2010 and it was about time for a new one or whatever. And I was like, I was so hesitant because the new ones didn't have the CD drive. So, and I was like, oh, fuck, how am I going to, like, what if I need to, you know, download a CD or upload software or whatever the fuck. And now the laptop I I have, I've had since about 2016, maybe. I think it was 2016 when I got this one. Um... And I fucking, I never even looked back at that little CD-ROM drive and all that bullshit, you know? Right, right. I don't know the last time I've even, I don't even think I have any, dude. Even the drivers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You just download it off the internet. Yeah, yeah, everything. Any driver you fucking go, like, whether it's a printer or whatever the fuck it is. And half the time, you don't even need the drivers because, you know, you fucking do your little Bluetooth search and it finds it right away. You connect it that way, right. you know? Yeah, and it, yeah. it's just it's crazy how how shit and see I'm I'm at that mentality again, as far as like not wanting to get um a new laptop and shit because the one I have still has like the USB ports and shit, and right. I'm like with these I plug in my fucking like my mic I'm using right now right I'm plugging right. in my um I plugged into my USB port and all that, and I know you could get adapters and that kind of shit but right now I I always have that fucking um that hesitation, you know, to make the leap. So. Right. Or even get the blue, you could probably get the Bluetooth mic. I know. Yeah, really. But and, like, um, you yeah, got, you got a, you got a few good years. You know what? You got a MacBook. Yeah, I got a MacBook. Oh, you got a few good years left. Those things go for at least eight to 10. Yeah, no. And see this one I have, um, I don't, and see, that's another thing is like, I don't use like any of the storage that's on it. I do right. so much editing as far as like video and audio and all that kind of shit and pictures, whatever. And it's all either in my creative cloud through Adobe or it's on right. fucking um, my OneDrive through work. Through work, we have a OneDrive with an unlimited fucking storage. Right. And then um, I also have however many like fucking terabytes through iCloud. So right. all my shit is like digitally uploaded, which right. there's a part of me that still scares the shit out of me in that because there's an old school part of me that's like, something's going to crash or something's going to fuck up and I'm going to lose all my shit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when it comes to like audio and video editing and shit, I'm like, well, fuck it. It's uploaded to like places I could download it from. If that ever did happen, you know? Right. Right. No, the I only shit, up. the only even shit I trip me. on is like the, um, the family shit, you know, like family pictures and shit. Right. You can't get yeah, irreplaceable. Yeah. Now, even for me, I got a Mac mini. I just bought the new one when they came out, but I got the small storage. I didn't, I didn't get the bigger one. Cause you don't need it. I mean, you're mm-hmm. better off to pay two bucks a month through iCloud or, or if you don't get a free service, um, then, then, then paying the $400 extra for, you know, extra 256 gigabytes on your computer. It don't make no sense. 
No, it doesn't. And at the same time, you're like fucking when you're doing that. I don't I mean, yeah, you can get like a better processor, a better hard drive, better this, better that. I'm like, but all keeping that shit, I don't care how good your computer is. Keeping all that shit on your computer is going to slow it down at some point, you know, so fuck it. Upload it, get it off your computer, delete it off of every fucking hidden place it could be. And like there's a a, play, a company, a little um, shit for anybody that has a MacBook and um, for you, even with the Mac mini, um, any uh, Mac people. Have you ever heard of a, a program called Daisy? Uh-uh. It's fucking dope, dude. I fucking I use this shit to like go through every once in a while. And it'll find shit, like, in your computer that you didn't even know was there. And right. it'll have, like, a date from, like, four years ago. And it was, like, three gigs of some shit, you know? Oh, and shit, really? it's fucking dope. It's, like, I think it's, like, $10 for, like, the full version of it. Right. But I bought it, like, three years ago or some shit. And they just, as the updates come out, it updates it for you. You never have to buy it again. And it's fucking dope. I... I that's the easiest way I've been able to clean my computer and shit. Because when I had like a, a PC back in like fucking 2003, right. you could get into like all the like hard drives and shit and do like a deep, deep clean. And you had to click on all this shit with this app called Daisy. It searches your computer. It shows you shit. They even have like a little thing that pops up called hidden files. And you're like, what the fuck? There was like 12 gigs of hidden files. That I didn't even know about, you know? Hell yeah. So, and you can't yeah, fuck up your computer. You can't fuck it up because if you try to drag something to it, it'll say, Hey, you need this like for your computer to not fuck up to run your computer. Right. It won't let you delete it. So it's fucking dope. I think I had one go Mac scan did kind of something similar for my Mac a while back. Mm. But yeah, hell yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. No, that shit was the only one I've used so far that, that has been dope. And I've had other things I've tried in the past, but this is the first one that I've used and, I took the leap and bought the 10 bucks, which sounds fucking funny because for me, it's still hard to pay for apps and shit, right. but I'll fucking throw away money if I'm like at Home Depot, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, me too. I'm the <laughs> same way. Yeah, man. But, um, when it comes to this week, as far, I mean, as, aside from the, the, all the stock market shit, was there anything that stood out to you? Um, no, not really. What, what about you? Um, let me see. Hold on. Uh, actually, you know what? I do I have a couple of notes. I have, um, Rich talking about the parlay bets and he was so pissed because, uh, McGregor fought over the weekend. Right. And Dustin right. Poirier and he was so pissed. And, um, are you on any of the Carl pages or no? No. Okay. I didn't think you were, but, um, on one of the Carl pages, somebody was talking shit about Rich's parlay bets. Right. Right. And my buddy, had fucking hit me up, my buddy Luis, and he fucking put, he said, because he's been making a gang of money fucking gambling on sports and shit, right? And um, he turned like 50 bucks into like 1100 or some shit, and I was like, this motherfucker, you know? And Damn. I was like, and so he was like, what he's he's been doing like parlay bets and shit like that where everything has to go right in order for you to win, right? right. But um, he was like, yeah, he was telling me like how good he is at it, and I was looking at his little folder and shit. And then he was like, yeah, he's like, I just go against whatever Rich says. And so <laughs> I had fucking post, I screenshot it and I posted it on the Carl page and it said, um, it was like, yeah, dude, I've been making all kinds of money. Just go off of like, just bet against Rich or some shit like that. 
and Rich, he commented on my shit, and he was like, yeah, real funny, bro. You know, he was all pissed. I knew it. I knew he would be. That's fucking great. That's what he gets, though. Yeah, it's fucking funny, you know, because, oh, you know what, though? That's actually, that's a positive thing, um, I would say, because I know last episode we kind of shit on Rich a little bit, but when it comes to... um, Sorry, Rich. Yeah, (laughs) it's all love, Rich. You know that. He'll never hear this because he don't fucking like us, but it's all good. Um, No, I was telling my girl... Um, we went on a trip and I was telling her cause I was talking to her about the stock market and shit and, and, um, just like betting on sports and shit. And I was telling her, it's funny because that is something that I do identify with rich 100% and I don't relate to Covino on that kind of shit is when it comes to like the stock market gambling on sports and like. For me, I remember Rich was talking about, like, if there's a big fight or something, you put, like, fucking 50 bucks on the fight or whatever, and, like, it makes it more exciting, right? And you're like, right. it's only 50 bucks, but you're watching, like, a football game or you're watching a fight, and you're like, to me, it, and I don't know, I'm like, maybe I have, like, an addict's, like, personality, but it fucking, it, it releases, like, those endorphins where I'm, like, fucking, like, oh, fuck, yeah, I get more invested in it, you know? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. You know, yeah. absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. And I'm with you. I, I, I like to, I like to gamble on sports and, uh, same thing, man. And I, you know, stock market, I definitely identify with rich on that one too. Um, but it does when you got a rush, especially if you start hitting a parlay and you know, you're not going to just double your money. Like you're going to like hit six times the value. You know what I'm saying? Like you hit mm-hmm. a three-way parlay. Oh, my, my favorite I like to do on basketball is the, um, over the under and then, you know, and then parlay that with, with either the point spread or the straight up victory. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And, um, for me, I'm like, the parlays are fun, but I'm like, I, I'm just not good enough. I always fuck up shit when it comes to like bets and stuff, but it was cool to watch my homie when he was um, sending me his screenshots, like the last few weeks of, of the NFL, when he was showing me, like he had green Bay and, um, he had green Bay. He had like Tampa Bay. He had like whoever, and they were like all advancing and his little right. parlay, and that was one of the ones because he had made that parlay bet in like the fifth of January or some shit, and it was like here we were like weeks later, and so he made a shit ton on that. He also made a shit ton on the um, he had he had bet I think he had bet the fight before the McGregor fight was it was it Hooker? No, it was uh... or was it Chandler? Or is it Chandler Hooker? I don't even know. He had bet the, the the fight before the McGregor and Poirier fight. He won that one, and he won because he had um, Poirier over McGregor. And he bet that one weeks in advance, too. So he fucking oh, wow. he made out like a bandit over the last couple of weeks. And I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I can't even win one fucking thing, you know? Yeah, betting on Poirier paid. What was, what was the odds? It was three and a half to one or what? Yeah. Last I heard, it was three to one. Um... And I think, um, yeah, the last I heard it was three three to one, but I don't know if it, it went up closer to the fight or whatever. Right. But, and see, that one, I was so close to fucking putting money on that. The only reason I didn't is because we just fucking, we took a trip to the other side of the country, and right. I was like, I was like, I better be a little responsible, you know? Now I'm grateful I didn't because I would have put my money on McGregor. Because yeah. me and my buddy were talking about it a few weeks before that, and I was right. like, I think, I think I'd go McGregor, 
And he was like, he was like, I want Poirier. And I was like, I don't know. And then like the fucking day before when they weighed in, my buddy hit me up and he was like, dude, he's like, I think I made a mistake. He was like, McGregor looks fucking like ready. He looks fucking mad. He looks, he looks fucking amped. And then, um, then when fucking Poirier knocked him out, I was like, oh, this motherfucker is like stoked right now. You know, I think McGregor, I mean, I don't think he's going to not win any more fights, but I think the big ones are pretty much done. Um, I think Agreed. mentally he's, he's, he's lost that mental edge. And I think that it's happened so frequently with the Nate Diaz and then, um, you know, what was, what's the Norma Goff? What's that guy's name? Khabib with Khabib. Oh, then, um, yeah, yeah. Nor- Norma, no, wait. is it Norma? Some- Norma Bedkoff or something. <laughs> but Khabib. No. And, then, and then even Poirier. And like, you know, even when Nate Diaz beat him the first time, he yeah. whooped his ass. I mean, he yeah. whooped his ass. And then <clears throat> Khabib shut him down in Poirier. So I just, I think maybe early in your career when you're still young, you can come back from that. But I think now that it's just too late because, you know, he's not supposed to be dominated like that at this point in his career. And I just unless he's just overmatched or he's, you know, his opponent is just inferior. I don't I don't think he's no more no more big main events, dude. Yeah, no, I I agree. And you know what? Uh, And I just checked. It's Nurmagomedov. (laughs) Nurmagomedov. There we go. Uh, Well, um, I think. You know, it, it's kind of like I think poor. I mean, not Poirier. I think um, Connor might have like one more main event in him, and if he fucking right. loses it, I think he's fucked. I think he's yeah. fucked forever after that. Because, but after that, like already, I think a lot of shit's already gone to his not gone to his head. Because I, I do think he's like focused and shit. But you can't be as focused as somebody like fucking Dustin when right. you you're fucking with the like clear Rolexes and fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the shit he's got going on outside. Um, hang on a minute. Right. All right. What's up? No, I left the air. I went to with, with, um, with Julie to go grab my stuff from the airport. And then I just started recording with my friend. Yeah, tell her you just talked to me, and um, tell her I'll give her a call tomorrow when I'm at work. All right. All right, bye. All right, my bad. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think I think he, as focused as, as he is and he wants to be, having that that much shit going on outside of it. Like, uh, when was the last time he stepped in the UFC? Fucking what? Four years ago? Three years ago? Or some shit? Yeah. No, he beat. No, no, no. It was. It wasn't that long. It was Cowboy. Not. It was like. Yeah, what, he beat one or two years ago. Yep. It was the, the shoulders that he got him with. But he's still. Uh, you know, he still has only fought what four times in the last four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It hasn't yeah. been a lot. You know what I mean? No, and see, and that, that's what they're saying too. Like, one of my favorite people in the UFC is. Um, Nate Diaz, and I think he's gonna get fucked if he comes back and he fights uh, whoever he fights next because he's had one fight like maybe close to two years ago now, right? You know, and I'm just like like um, Connor said in his post fight interview, he was saying you can't there you can't fucking be inactive in this sport. You just can't. 
You know, you could be the toughest motherfucker, but when you have somebody that's right there fighting six months ago and fucking, you know, six months before that, and now he's ready and you haven't been in the octagon in fucking a year and a half. Right. It's just, it's just something that I, I don't think fucking Nate, as much as I love him, I don't know if he has it unless they put him against somebody else who's fucking hasn't been in there that long, you know? He's going to, if anything, they're going to at least need a few tune-ups they can win, right, to build confidence and, and, and polish skills because you're mm-hmm. right, man. Um, you know, just just in a fight, just how to react and change your style mid-fight, you know what I mean? Because that has to happen a lot in, in UFC. That's why they'll change and go southpaw or maybe they'll try to wrestle, mm-hmm. um, you know, but if you're not prepared and co- continually making those adjustments um, and you can't adjust, that's when you get your ass whooped, even if you're the better fighter. No, you know what? And um, one of the things I was thinking about, too, is um, I had heard recently that Nick Diaz might come back. And I'm like, Nick hasn't fought in fucking, I don't know, fucking two, three years. Like, Nick has, because Nick hasn't fought since before Nate fought, uh, who the fuck did he fight? He fought that little, like, pretty boy fucking. Oh, Pettis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick hasn't fought since before fucking Nate had that fight. And Nate right. had that fight like almost two years ago. You know? Right. He did. And so, he beat the shit out of him. That was fucking, yeah. That that was dope. That I actually watched that with my buddy Luis. He was in town and we fucking... It was the same time when fucking Paulo Costa fought um, somebody. It was fucking... It was like the fucking battle of the fucking ripped-ass bodybuilder-looking motherfuckers, you know? Right, right. Hell yeah. But... But yeah, man, there was, um, I'm trying to think of, let me see, Rich's parlay bets. That was one I had. Oh, um, what about Rich's, um, movie marathons with his fucking father-in-law? I think Rich is pressuring them. Yeah. I think Cavino's right where they're making the cowboy voice and just, I better watch these with Rich. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just listening to that, um, as I was like picking up my house and stuff and I was like. I really, you know, Rich is like, no, he's like, we're always looking for something to watch and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, I just picture an old fucking white guy in Texas being like, all right, Rich. He's like another Martin Lawrence movie, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You gotta be um, getting tired of watching those. No, nah, and it's funny because, like, I do want to catch up on a couple Martin movies. Like, um, they were talking about the movie Life. Right, I saw that shit, like, I saw that shit when it came out, and I saw it probably once or twice since then, so I don't even really remember the movie. Um, So when they were talking about it, I wanted to have an opinion, but I kind of couldn't. But the only thing I remembered was I didn't remember it being like a fucking funny-ass movie. I just remember it being a good movie, you know? Right. No, I think think it was a little more uh, like like a story instead of comedy, but uh, but that was with Tim Robbins, right? No, that one was with um, Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim yeah, Robbins right. was Nothing to Lose. Nothing to Lose, that's right. I fucking loved that movie when that I was, was young. I For fucking... Sure. I, I first... <clears throat> my bad. I first watched that movie with my cousins and shit when I was young. Man, I thought that shit was so fucking funny. Especially, um... Is it Tim Robbins or is it... I think it's Tim Robbins who plays the reporter. Yeah, I think so. Or, um... It's somebody... Well, whenever he's, like, talking and then, like... Fucking, um, is it Chris Tucker that comes and he's like fucking, um, trying to like be in the, in the scene while they're like reporting out live and shit. And, and, um, 
Unless I'm thinking of a different movie. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, Chris Tucker. I thought we were watching Martin. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Now, but, uh, but yeah, you know, and then the other thing that, that was when Covino said fucking Jordan, uh, the black dudes have got the most game. What'd you feel about that one? You know what I, I thought? I thought it was kind of like, and I love Jason in Tampa, but did he hear his phone yes. call? He was a little, yeah, he was bothered for some reason. He was bothered and he was like saying like, that's why like, like that, if if you say that, you could put like a negative shit and, and I think Cavino meant it very complimentary, you know? Yes, absolutely. That's what I took from it as well. Yeah, I thought he meant it like when he was like, damn, like, and he even like, he didn't, I, I heard, I heard like no, like nothing negative when he was talking about it. He was like, oh, cause the brothers are always fucking. And I felt like that, like growing up in school and shit, they was always trying to kick it to somebody, you know? And mm -hmm. for, and for me, I'm like, fuck. I was like, I know I'm gonna get friend zone. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. You know? But they were like, fuck no. They didn't even know the term friend zone, you know? No, hell no. And I, and I think maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Jason took it the wrong way. Cause he took it like they were trying to mack on even people's women too. Right. Well, like maybe he took it as, as like disrespect that they were disrespectful. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. No, I could see I, but that. But I don't think that's what Cavino meant because even the situation that he described, there was no way for that dude to know because Cavino was in the car. So there's mm -hmm. no way for him to even know that she had a man unless she tells him. Yeah. So, you no, yeah, I, he, he did get mad though. He, he did, he did seem a little upset, but I didn't see nothing wrong with it. Um, cause I think I was one or two callers after that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> it was funny. Speaking of that, when you called in, I was like, uh, oh, this motherfucker is just fucking getting calling every day now, huh? <laughs> well, you know what? I used to call in once or twice a week, but uh, um, I started working seven to four, so I'd always have to catch the replay. But yeah, that definitely once or twice a week. If they say something, I'm listening, and you know, it strikes something, I'm calling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. no, it was funny because I heard that, and I was like, oh shit, they're like, let's go to Al Kukui. I remember I was <laughs> as gay as it sounds. I was in the shower and I had it playing. Um, on like like the counter or whatever, and they're like, "Let's go to Alcacuy." I was like, "This motherfucker again?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, right, man. But, uh, but I do you know, and, and I think you know. But for us, the way we grew up, we just we all got the game from them too, because we used to listen to music when we were little, like all the underground rap, and you know, like they were always giving the game away on the music. So we were always trying to be like them when we were youngsters. Yeah. Hold up. Give me. Give me. Give me a second real quick. All right. Oh, yeah. No, no. And, you know, um, I don't know. And see, I'm like, I, I can see now how you're saying how fucking, like, um, Jason could take it and and feel like it would be, like, a little negative. But, but I – and see, that's one thing that I don't get is I feel like people would know him by now and right. know Covino, know, know his intentions and know, like – like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like that – I don't know why he took it took it that way, you know? Yeah, it was kind of a, to be honest, it was kind of a, a bummer. You know what I mean? The conversation was going good. And it was kind of like a buzzkill. Yeah. A little you bit. You know what I Jason mean. said when he called? He was like, what the fuck did he say? He, he made a reference or like he used something I never heard before where he was like, Covino, he was like, <laughs> what did he say? He said, I love you like a cousin I play with or some shit. Did oh, you catch wow. that? No, or no, I didn't catch it. Uh -uh. No, it was fucking funny, man, because I was like, there's just some sayings that people say and shit that, you know, you never heard or whatever. Right. And he said it. He said it like nothing. Like, 
not like he was trying to be funny or it sounded like just something that he would use like growing up, you know? Right. And it, it made sense. You know, actually, um, the way he, he said it, um, actually when I was, um, when I was out of town over the last week, I got some news that one of my friends that I grew up with, um, passed away. Right. Oh, and, and I've known her since we were like four or five years old, like literally might've been in preschool together. I think we might've gone to preschool together, but I know for sure we were, we were in kindergarten together and, um, her name's Shannon, right? So she's my, my fucking homie. And, um, my, my other homie Exifer hit me up and he was like, dude, he's like, I can't believe Shannon fucking, um, passed or whatever. And I was just like, she was how, um, Jason said, you know, my, like my cousin I used to play with or whatever he said. And right. that's how I feel like all of us people that went to grade school together, it was like mostly like like Mexican dudes and like a couple of black people and then like a few like little white kids, you know? I, I think of like us um growing up, like I, I said there were some some black kids, there was this little Mexican kids, and then there was like a couple little white kids, but it was mostly like minorities at our school, you know? And right. it's a trip because like I think of us like like little cousins, like my mom, like when I told my mom Shannon passed, like my mom just about started crying, you know? And right. she was like, like, I can't believe that shit, you know? And it's crazy because I know um, I'm going off on a tangent, but she lost her parents, I think our senior year of high school, both oh, of them shit. in a car crash. It's crazy because she has a daughter who just started um, high school this year. And right. so I'm like, damn, I'm like, she lost her parents her senior year. We were like 17 and then her daughter's losing her at like 14, which like around the same age. And yeah, I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's crazy how shit happens, you know? Cause like, we were like, like Jason said, we were little cousins that used to play together, you know, or whatever. Right. And, man, that's crazy. That sucks, dude. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a trip. Like, and it's crazy when you think about friends that you've had that long. And like, I remember us like in kindergarten i remember us on like our sixth grade trip when we went to palm springs and we right. went to like the water parks and shit and then like graduating high school and i remember like fucking um we all you know turned 21 and we're all at the fucking bars together you know and like all the fucking like your childhood homies you guys were all drinking together and shit and like and it's crazy like you remember all those times kind of flash back when like they pass and you're like fuck man like that's crazy you know she she's 32 i'm thinking yeah because we're all 32 33 you know and it's just it's just crazy man to think about that kind of shit you know yeah sorry to hear that bro that sucks yeah man i i, I appreciate it and it's it's crazy it's just like i don't it, it's just it's just a trip man like um but it, it's funny when jason said that about the you know, he's like, Kavino, I love you like a cousin we used to play with or whatever. And I was just like, that's how me and my homies, like my grade school homies, always refer to it like we're extended cousins, you know? Right, right. And and it's a trip. But, um, but man, I, I didn't mean to, to bring down the mood. <laughs> no, that's all good, bro. But, um, no, there were some other things that were, um, that they had. Let me see. Towards the, oh, the one thing I want to get to. Let me see. Because we're at. We're at 47 minutes. I'll probably get it to about 30. Um, I'm going to try to get this shit out tonight so we kind of stay on schedule. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to do a whole Please. lot of editing. But um, 
But yeah, one thing I wanted to talk about was fucking Sarah flying out to New York or whatever to get Rich's mom. And Rich didn't go, huh? No, he it hasn't happened yet. Rich was, um, Covino actually told Rich, he was like, I was kind of, um, he was like, I didn't want to bring that up because Rich brought it up and Rich was like, shouldn't I be doing it? You know, it's my mom. Shouldn't I be going for her or whatever? And um, Sarah was like, oh no, I'll go get Marianne. She's like, I'll fly over there. I'll like help her pack all her shit and then I'll drive back with her and her fucking gigantic dog. Get the hell away from Rich for a week. That's what she that, No, you know, that's funny because, yeah, they were talking about how nice Sarah is. And Spot was like, fuck, man. He's like, Kristen will never do that, you know? Right. And Sarah was like, well, that goes to show you because Rich had called her into the room so she could, um, you know, voice her, her um, like, opinion or whatever. And she was like, well, it just shows you that me going on, a, a like, a week-long fucking trip to get Marianne is a getaway for her from rich and from the kids, you know, for sure. Just to, just to step outside of that whole environment, you know, and yeah. that's good. Let her refresh a little bit and get some, you know, even if it is rich's mom, um, that way she gets some adult time, you know, without kids, you know, well, I, I, that's a good thing. It'll, it'll make for an interesting like week of shows, especially if she went like over the weekend right? and, and she's going to be there this week or whatever, because, you know, I'm sure Rich's uh, mother-in-law is going to be doing a lot of the, like, taking on, like, a lot of the, you know, grandma role where she's, like, wanting to fucking, like, baby the kids and shit. But a lot of that now is going to be Rich, you know. So it's not going to be Sarah. It's going to be Rich. So just hearing Rich's stories and shit, I think it's going to make for a good week, you know. Oh, for sure. Because you know he's going to give daily updates for sure. I got an update yeah. on my mom and Sarah. I can hear yeah. now. Yeah, no. And, and I'm just surprised. I'm I'm... I'm excited to see if actually Marianne goes through with it because I'm thinking that Rich's mom might be using the dog and shit as an excuse. Like, Oh, I don't want to go to Texas because of the dog. Right. But now they're kind of giving her a, you don't have any excuses. So now I'm kind of, I'm curious to see what's going to happen or what the, what the story is this week. You know, uh, he, I, I just don't understand why he's been pushing for her to go to Texas and be in his rental house. So much. Well, I think honestly, um, I think she's more of a pain in the ass in New York than she would be at Texas in Texas because she's always had like her financial issues and shit. And then she had butch, you know, and right. I think now she's probably more like, I don't know. I feel like, you know how, like they say, like when you get old, you'd like turn into a child and shit. You're like right. basically like, so now I bet you she's like whiny and shit and like real needy. Right. And I think if Rich is able to like put her in a house and have her closer, I think it'll be a little less annoying for him. But right. but who knows? I don't really know. And you know, big big props to him for for helping out. You know what I'm saying? Helping his mom and and putting her in that house. I mean that that's a good thing to do um, because he could rent it out and get money from it, or just even use it for his own personal needs when he goes to Texas. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so putting it it's a good thing. I just I just never really understood the process or you know what the what the motive to do so was yeah you know um what cracks me up about rich is like he said that like sarah even when they were talking she was like saying that rich is like too harsh on his mom and he was like he yeah he's harsh. like he was like i i can understand that he was like because i'm more like hey mom like get your shit together 
I couldn't imagine like telling my parents that like, hey, suck it up, you know? No, because and and that's I I won't do it. I'm not going to go on and bash them. But (laughs) I know, I know, I know. I mean, but you got to respect your parents, right? And and we can't. They have to live up to their own expectation of themselves, not our expectation of them. And, Mm. And you know, even if they do disappoint, I mean. They're your parents, man. You're supposed to still give them that utmost respect. I don't think a child really has a place to tell their parent that they're underachieving in life unless they're they're on dope or, you know, something extreme before a child should be. something cool like that, you know, like dope or. Yeah, I mean, something, (laughs) it would have to be something extreme. Like you can't disrespect your parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I completely agree, man. And, um. But but yeah, I mean overall, I think it was a good week of shows. I think a lot of um, a lot of the stock market and shit took over it because that 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 was a big um, a big thing this week where it lasted a few days. But one of the things that um, I I definitely want to hit on before we wrap it up is we're losing Archie. When's that happening? He's uh, Friday was his last show. Oh really. We're losing Archie. And, you know, one of the cool things that I love about Covino and Rich is that earlier um, in the week, he got to um, interview Wendy Williams. And right. his fucking Wendy Williams to him is like Michael Jackson to me, you know? Like, that's right. my, like, fucking, I grew up like the biggest Jacksons fan. Like, Michael Jackson was my shit. I loved the Jacksons, like, just as a fucking unit. and. Right. That's like having, hey, you know, this week fucking Jermaine's going to be on the show. And Covino's like, hey, Daniel, do you want to fucking um, interview Jermaine? I would be like, shut the fuck up. You know, like they right. don't they don't have to do that. They didn't have to give Archie that opportunity. And I think no, it's fucking didn't. dope that they did because that's his fucking homie. Like he he idolizes Wendy Williams like fucking like people idolize like Covino idolizes fucking Derek Jeter, you know? And I can't stand Wendy Williams. That whole that whole conversation, dude. She was trying to justify it. She's basically a you know what, and she's trying to justify all her behavior. And that's all I heard from her that whole interview. And I was just yeah. like, you know what? I, I just all I heard was like, I don't care what you've been through or what you got going on. There is still no reason to shit on people intentionally. If you want to separate and go your own way, cool. But to do damage and try to intentionally like put people down and shit on them. And, and, you know, and, and she just basically, you know, the way she kept talking about her ex, I just, uh, I don't know. If you're done, you're done, right? Yeah, you know, when I, that's one of the things I caught from that interview is that I'm like, I don't know if there's like, there's what there is there because you would think she would be fucking over it. But right. the way she was like, oh yeah, you know, before when my ex was my manager, he would have came and just shut my computer you know, or whatever the right. fuck. It was kind of like, like I under I don't know how long it's been because I don't follow Wendy Williams, but if it's been more than like a year, like kick back, you know. <laughs> you shouldn't be giving details to the public like that. On the end, it just it, if you're over it, you're over it. You go your separate way. You go your separate way. That conversation, the one you just referenced, seems like a conversation she should be having with her friend or you know someone in her life that's important, not on a talk show. Mm-hmm. And and and. And, you know, and I'm not talking shit because we got great content, right? So we got to listen to it. But my opinion of her is only worse than it was before she went on there because you can tell she's still damaged. And the thing she's doing is because she's bitter. And it, she just 
that doesn't make happiness. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so she really yeah. did herself a disservice because you know how much it she's by her doing that, it's showing you how much she's still affected to this day. Yeah. Which means she ain't healed. So she ain't gonna have, you know, and then the way she referenced having a boyfriend and he needs to do this and I can do that. It, it just, you could tell she's still damaged material. I wouldn't want to date her. You know, um, what cracked me up? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I know I wouldn't want to be with her either just because of, I feel like you fuck her over or whatever, which, which in every relationship, there's going to be pros and cons, right? Well, I feel like after the relationship, if you're not right. with this bitch till she dies, then right. she's going to talk so much shit about you when you're fucking done with her. Like, instead of just like moving on, you know, like, fuck, man. Um, but one of the things that cracks me up is fucking um, she has her thing where she's like, she's she's like, how are you doing? You know, right. and fucking um, <laughs> Covino tried to do a How are you doing? Fucking earlier in the show. And <laughs> <laughs> he was. He sounded like I think Rich even told him you sounded like Joey from Friends or some shit. Cause he was like, "How you doing?" <laughs> or oh, some fuck, shit. Fuck. And that's he, fucking funny. He he knows her reference, but when he said it, he just couldn't like uncavino it, you know. So he right. was like trying to be like the "How you do?" And then Archie got on, and he's like, "Hey, Wendy." He's like, first of all, he's like, "How you doing?" You know, and Archie like all flamboyant. And it sounded fucking funny, but Covino's when he when he did it, it was just like, "How you doing?" Or <laughs> I can't even do it. It was fucking funny. He he's too Italian, is what that is. He's yeah, got that, he's got that Jersey yeah. talk. He he heard that. How you doing? He couldn't fucking shake it, you know. That's but, great, dude. Yeah, man. But no, no more Archie. Which they were actually making fun of Jake. They were like, "Hey, Archie." They're like, "Please stay in touch with us more than Jake does." And they go, by that, in order for you to do that, you just need to text us one time. Right. You text us one time, you'll be in touch with us more than Jake stayed in touch. Oh, uh, they never uh, talked to Jake again? No, nah, um, they don't. They said that Jake fucking doesn't like really reach out or whatever. Like they were super close when he was on the show. But right. now he's kind of like in his own world and kind of like just kind of moved on from them, you know? Right. Which sucks. I mean, I would still reach out. I fucking, I appreciate it. Another week. Again, Hell I just want to yeah. say fucking later to Archie. Peace, you know, Archie. Um, and yeah, man, anything you want to say before we bounce? No, nah, man, it's a pleasure like always. And uh, can't wait till next week. Yeah, man. Well, I appreciate it. And um, I'm glad we got another episode out. Archie has been real, homie. We can't wait to see you in the future. And we'll be following along until luck, the Archie. next episode. We got your boy D, Al Kukui. We're out. Later.